Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System Podcast, the show where me, Nathan Brandt, and me, Cam Koenig, use the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 23 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. But today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from his work at IGN on shows like Up at Noon and Podcast Beyond, or from his podcast, The Comedy Button. He's a Marmoset fan, owns a dog named Peppers, and one time I was literally on stage with him in T-Pain as I played the video game Cuphead against WWE superstar Xavier Woods. It's Max Scoville. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good, man. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to be part of this show. That was a that was a very uh, very to the point intro that also sounds completely <laughs> procedurally generated on its own. <laughs> I know. I, before before we we added you to the call, I was like, this is a really really long like paragraph, and it's like weirdly specific. But I need to get it in there that I was on stage with you and T Pain and Xavier Woods at TwitchCon <laughs> this year because that's what my life was that day. You know what? Try explaining that scenario to your mom when she asks you how work is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so today, Mom, I, I did this video with my friend Brian about how you should be able to cut off people's arms in Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Cam, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty great. Uh, I was uh, at a bar last night playing just a lot of rock band, which was pretty cool, but I also made me realize how really fucking out of shape I am, so that's <laughs> something, I guess. Max, are you a, a karaoke guy at all? I love it in theory, and I, yeah. I, 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 I'm the guy who spends like way too long picking a song, and then I realize that I'm, I'm not good at singing, and I usually <laughs> am too drunk by the time I get the courage to go up there, so it's just sort of like, I like to sit there and watch. It's yeah. very relatable. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll pick a song that I like or that I think other people might like, and then I realize mm. that either it's a really bad song to sing or I can't sing it. Yeah, <laughs> or there's like a really long like instrumental part and you just have to sit there and listen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> instrumental part, 64 measures, and you're just like, yeah, and then everyone just stops paying attention at that point. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been to places where it's like, I'm going to do like Tool karaoke. And it's like, ooh, oh. okay. <laughs> Who the fuck does Tool at karaoke? Listen, you don't, I'm from Michigan. So <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> there's a All lot right. of weird folk from Michigan. <laughs> but this is not a podcast about weird folk from Michigan. This is a podcast where a robot makes his video games. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Today's first game is a Metal Gear game that is a car building game a la Nuts and Bolts, but requires a light gun. Max, you have uh, an interesting story about cars and Metal Gear and Hideo Kojima looking over your shoulder, if you want to tell that one. Oh my, yes. So I, I, went, to, uh, I went to Japan uh, a couple years ago for a preview event for Ground Zeroes which was the first Metal Gear game where you could drive a car in it, um, which was very exciting, and it was the thrill of the Metal Gear in an open world. What a treat. And they set us up on these demo stations, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm one of the first people in the world to play Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. This is going to be awesome. And of course, it's an open world sandbox game, so I'm like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a mess of things first. I really want to just kind of kick the tires, so to speak. So I hop in a truck and proceed to just drive full force around the map, honking the horn, and just causing a real <laughs> real scene, driving into fences, which is not stealthy or tactical espionage anything. Uh, and I, f I feel a tap on my <laughs> shoulder, and I look over, and it's, uh, it's uh, Ken Imazumi, the game's producer, and behind him there's like 
a bunch of PR people from Konami and Hideo Kojima and Yoji Shinkawa, and they're just staring at me kind of like, you all right there? And he goes, <laughs> Ken goes, uh, so have you, have you played Metal Gear? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm going to do the stealth in a minute. I just wanted to try the trucks first. I wanted to see how they worked. Should have been like, yeah, I love the crash mode in these games and all the different racing modes. That what are you are. talking about? Metal Gears is my favorite racing series. <laughs> they so tried to I, make the gears out of wood and they didn't work. They, were, they, ca- they caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> so in this modular car building game that we're, we're building today, I think that we're going to be, we're going to be drawing from, from what you said of of using different parts to maybe we're making our own metal gear like how you kind of did in peace walker i like the idea that uh this is really this is kind of revisiting history entirely i mean the metal gear franchise is entirely framed around the sort of what if uh presupposition of here's history but if robots were there right but in this case what if what if cars were always there <laughs> What age are we going to with this? Like, what is what is? What was the car? What was the car invented? How far? Ago, how long ago was that? That was like what the the twenties like, or something like that. Was, something like that. Some, I want to say 19, like nineteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. And they always there's always going to be like that one guy who's like, no, there was another car that was made of bones that came first, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> haven't you watched the Flintstones? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the first car, the Flintstones car. No, I like that. This is um, this is this is like this is the the. It's still in the Metal Gear, Metal Gear universe, but it's long. It's long before any of the adventures we're familiar with, so it goes way back. Uh, you know, and at one point we thought it was crazy that Snake Eater was such a such a distant prequel, but this is right. even going further back before that. This is like, <laughs> this is, um, this is when the Patriots are really just they're 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 at that point still kind of meaning well. They're doing their best. The GW in this in this game is George Washington. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 No. And and so the whole trick is you gotta you gotta send your guy out to get. Uh, to it, to get the different the different gears, <laughs> the goal this is the goal of this one is to is to acquire and manufacture the first metal gears, <laughs> literally. Cam, what do you think we can do with the the light gun aspect of this game because it requires the light gun? Oh God! But in a in a in a land before cars, <laughs> are we dealing with muskets here? Like, is are we? <laughs> What, what do you what do you think? Hmm. I, I, I'm I'm kind of of like two minds with this. Like I'm wondering if since we're building like the first Metal Gears and all of that stuff, I'm wondering if we can do something where like the the people who are driving it are just you have zero control over that. And like once you actually take the thing out, you're just in like the turret and just fucking shit up or like as building like if you're like putting in screws you have to actually like shoot them with the light gun like get precision <laughs> shit like that or something yeah i i think that you know the i, I think most of us have seen like you know the the banjo kazooie nuts and bolts construction screen mm-hmm. where it's like you can rotate it around and stuff but for some reason maybe hideo kojima's back for this and he wants to bring a of an air of realism to it and you have to really construct this car and there are like an insane amount of parts sort of like how in metal gear solid 4 there was like five billion different guns but none of them really mattered because you just <laughs> use like the three best ones i like that so are we're making the world's first 
Metal Gears. Maybe this, do you, Max, do you think this is going to culminate into, you know, the, the, the impetus of like the Shagohod or is this like the story of the, that, that scientist? This is, this is going to be a, a very distant working, pr- in the same way that the sort of the, the, you know, Big Boss is the, is the, the earlier version of, of Solid Snake. This is going to be the earlier version of the Shagohod. And it's okay. going to be made of wood and canvas and filament and like whale bones. <laughs> Kojima does love whales, um, but I, I like I like the idea that this is uh, in the same way that there's so much there's so much like military and there's so much like you know there's you, you get Metal Gear Solid Four and there's this like dudes driving around being like you want some guns we got guns here there's all sorts of guns for sale it's like that but and a monkey exactly but it doesn't even you don't even have uh, they don't even have regular tools. So I think it should be like that that NRA episode of The Simpsons where Homer's using like the gun to open beer and like turn on the TV. <laughs> you have to turn off the light. And you have to build a car using nothing but guns. <laughs> so I love this, that. This is going to be like an automobile like fr- like via subtraction. Like you're carving it out of like marble <laughs> with <laughs> different guns. But then the, the last boss is going to be you got to put on the tires without popping them by shooting the <laughs> screws in with a gun. <laughs> What do we think that the the plot is going to be like? Is this going to heavily feature into the the Metal Gear mythos, or is this going to sort of be like five, where it's like it all kind of culminates in being like, oh, that's why you killed Big Boss twice? Is this going to be like, oh, I see, like a revelation, or is it just going to sort of be like, yeah, I guess that was the the game, goodbye and thank you? <laughs> I think it's gonna it's gonna be a, a clever game, and it's it's gonna be so deeply rooted in American history that it's going to just it's going to reuse cutscenes from Assassin's Creed 3 voiced over <laughs> whoa okay I think there's going to be just like random cutscenes from other games that take like historical <laughs> situations but it's going to be uh, I think like the the Hal Emmerich character is going to be Eli Whitney the creator of the whoa! cotton gin <laughs> And he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I got this. We got this great new way to, um, I don't know, make cotton." And you're gonna be like, "Yeah, but can we use it to make guns?" And he'll be like, "Sure, we'll just we'll just dump a few buckets of nano machines in there." Yeah. I like the idea that we have to use guns to build things, but there's already nano machines. I like to think that the earliest versions of nano machines are actually just regular size machines. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the how like you you look at like miniaturized computers in the fifties and they're like still the size of a room. They're like it's it's long before nano machines. There were simply micro machines, and it's like <laughs> we're going to inject Whoa. you with micro machines, and it's like no, that's like a bunch of small cars. Don't put those in my <laughs> don't put those in my blood. Maybe this is like Metal Gear micro machines. We need to start like coming up with a, a clever name that's really going to capture the essence of this. We also probably need to think up like a plot. We have that, like you are, I guess we don't know who you're playing as, but you're going to be meeting, um, you know, Eli, Eli Whitney, who is going to be, who is going to piss his pants. Um, just like, just like his descendant. <laughs> and, uh, you're going to be building cars to, I don't know what. So we need to, we need to have like a, we need to have our protagonist. We need to have our end point and we need to have like a name that's going to really solidify this experience. I think what if, what if you find out that you are the snake that the, that like, don't step on me snake was like modeled after. (laughs) Excellent. Like what if you are like, you were like the first American snake. (laughs) Also, I like that we can't, we can't decide if this is like, if this is like Eli Whitney era or if this is like Benjamin Franklin era yeah. or if this is like the birth of the automobile. 
it's, it's everything. You are an immortal snake, and uh, maybe maybe you're the devil. <laughs> maybe you're from the, from the beginning of time. You are the snake that uh, caused Adam and Eve to leave the Garden of Eden. I want to I want to hear what like a sort of uh, if you took the Kojima naming convention for bosses, but you gave it kind of like more of a Bioshock Infinite twist, and instead of like you know cool sounding stuff like you know decoy octopus and like Vulcan Raven, it's like magnanimous bovine. <laughs> <laughs> big devil and like bad cow and stuff bad cow <laughs> like they've like got s- they've got simpler words <laughs> it's either simpler or like weirdly weirdly complex bad cow is very good though magnanimous so- bovine is good that's the one who's bankrolling the whole operation with with big dairy money he wears like a mask or something or maybe this is maybe this is maybe we're like going animal farm with this and they're all real animals because you are playing as a real snake who does shoot a gun into metal to make cars so we've got this like we've got this uh you know old timey snake maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't actually have like he's not an actual snake but he's 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 been cut into 13 pieces much like the 13 colonies and he's to join up or he will die exactly yeah and he hates it when people step on him uh but so one thing we've seen Regardless of when the when the games take place, they, every time a new game comes out with Snake in it, he always gets some kind of new accessory or like yeah. bit of aesthetic. Like he's he's like Mr. Potato Head. Like he got you know first he was like oh let's give him a bandana in Metal Gear Solid. And it's like oh let's give him uh, let's give him a mullet in Metal Gear Solid Two. And then it's like oh let's give him an eye patch and let's give him a a, a horn. Let's give him a robot arm and a mustache. Yeah, yeah. let's keep going. Let's give him a beard. Uh, what what kind of crazy accessory should he have this time around? I I like the idea of just wooden teeth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are they actually George Washington's teeth? I think they are. They have to be. Yeah, and they are they are they are imbibed with uh, George Washington's leadership nanomachines in his teeth, and so you put those teeth in your head. And you can you can uh, lead your man. I guess you're totally not faultoning people. The the balloon technology is just not there. It's <laughs> just a fucking hot air balloon. <laughs> it takes forever. <laughs> I like that a lot. I think I think we can have George Washington's big literal wooden teeth that you put in your head, and then and you are you are a man who has 13 pieces missing from him, and you need to fight different named animal and like adjective people <laughs> until <laughs> until, <laughs> until you 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 face the magnanimous bovine with your cars that you are making out of uh using the light gun so you're not using the PlayStation Move like controller no this is a light gun like every time you pull the trigger it'll go black w- except for a little square of of white where like it'll read the signal it's from like, yeah it's like firing a musket in an old barn and no one has <laughs> everything's candlelit so something just clicked for me right here so in you know in the metal gear games that we have we have currently like everything even when they're set kind of in the in the the near distant past they're kind of like everything's pretty contemporary pretty modern day stuff or like fitting for that time except for the big robots (laughs) what if instead of a metal gear the precursor to the metal gear is just a car (laughs) (laughs) and the whole thing is about these like warring factions trying to get a hold like the last boss of the game is just a car (laughs) it's it's the it's model t (laughs) you're a man with george washington's teeth who's just running around with a lantern trying to fight the first car are you just fighting henry ford 
<laughs> I could see that. He's kind of yeah. like a Metal Gear boss. Totally. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some ridiculously just contrived metaphor on capitalism. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but you show up you show up with your own like half cocked car that's like made out of like whale ribs and like <laughs> mercury. <laughs> You're really drilling down into this idea. I think Max really wants to make a car out of bones. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't I don't know, you read about all the stuff that like Thomas Edison used to make light bulbs out of before he settled on <laughs> yeah. filament and it was yeah. just like nonsense. Paraffin. Yeah, it's like back in the days where people still kind of believed in magic and witches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. So so is this going to be Metal Gear Solid Bone Car? Like what is the like or like the marrow of capitalism or like What about I, wheels of wheels of capitalism? <laughs> wheels of capitalism yeah, is very absolutely. good. Absolutely. And so are we going to kind of rewrite history or make it a little like anachronistic with like, is it just a car and you're just so threatened by it that you make your own and try to kill it? Or is this going to be like in the Metal Gear timeline in 1984, there's a literal like fucking Gundam named Metal Gear Sahelanthropus that transforms into a bipedal thing with a railgun. <laughs> Anachronism went out the window with that one. <laughs> yeah. Like I was I was willing to give like the uh, the Shagahata like sort of a a, a, a pass on that because I was like, yeah, it's sort of more of a tank. Okay. Sahelanthropus has like a lightsaber made of nanomachines and I was like, okay, all right. Oh, all right. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, it yeah. has a lightsaber made of nanomachines that when it stabs it into the ground, it makes shards of the ground come at you in that fight. So I think you had, like, we can... The, you had like the Fist of Jehudi where you could like yeah. shoot, shoot dudes from a distance and like to suck oh, them through yeah. wormholes. I fucking love that game, dude. It's such a good game. <laughs> good. It's so good. Perfect. No, so, no, I think I, I think I got it. I think we gotta get we gotta get weird with the naming okay. convention here. Sure, First sure, of sure. all, there's no number because this is gonna be more it, you have to confuse the timeline even further right. to keep good. the fake fans off your trail. Yeah. I'm speaking as like Kojima's mindset here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um I think it should completely throw the entire Metal Gear nomenclature out the window. It needs to be Metal Gears, plural. And then I think the subhead should be... Are you ready for it? Okay. Yes. Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) (laughs) Very perfect. (laughs) Metal Gears, Wheel of Fortune (laughs) is... That's really good. I like that because I feel like the end point of this game, you do make... Uh, Ford go bankrupt by breaking his car. Yep. Whoa. So he, it's like he spins the bankrupt. Face and you face. meet, you meet like Fortune's grandma. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but like you don't know for sure if it's her. It's like it's like meeting you know like Psycho Manus and Liquid in in, in Metal Gear Solid Five, where it never yeah. like overtly tells you tells you that you're just like it is it, and you go on to some like YouTube video, and they're like, yeah, it was, and you're like, close enough. <laughs> I like that a lot. I think we have made uh, our first of two 100% on Metacritic perfect games for the day. Um, And so we're going to take a brief break and we will come at you with another brand new never before seen game. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new never before seen game. Hit it, Cam. All right. This time around, we have a Lord of the Rings game. (laughs) That's in the style of Gundam, but there's a fuck ton of cowboys. <laughs> I'm still kind of processing a lot of that myself. There's a lot. There's a lot. So are we dealing with Ents? 
I am like 70% literate on like what all happens in Lord of the Rings. Like I'm kind of same. Yeah. When you, when you say Lord of the Rings, do you mean like the Lord of the Rings trilogy or do you mean like the entirety of that universe? <laughs> Are we going to the Cimmerillion? Like... <laughs> so I'm only personally familiar with the movies. We can go anywhere with this, though. Yeah, honestly, we can do whatever the fuck we want. It, it might be more fun to just riff on what we think we know. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see, like, the worst, the most disrespectful, just cash-in Lord of the Rings game. Okay, Like, yes. I want to see them, I want to see them basically go, like, G.I. Joe Extreme with this shit. Like, I want to okay. see them just, I don't know why that was my go-to for that, but, like, something no, like that really... Sauron! Like... Yeah. Give me, like, um, what's... Like what's the what's the X Men Origins Wolverine of <laughs> Lord of the Rings video game tie-ins? You know, good, good. I I I think that as a starting angle is very good, and <laughs> um, I am I'm pretty familiar with uh, Gundam stuff. Max, I know you have like a Gundam tattoo on you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we are we are uh, we're at least a little bit familiar. Um, so are we I mean, making... honestly, like the, I think the Ents comparison is like, we're off to a good start right there. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> the whole thing about Gundam is it's about a, a, ra- a small size person who's got to get into like a big man and then it, they don't want to do that. <laughs> and the whole thing about like Mary and Pippin getting on to Treebeard's back and being like, we got to go do war. And Treebeard's like, I don't want to do that. And they're like, but you should. And like, well, maybe we should. Uh- Okay. That's not too far off from Gundam. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but who are the fucking cowboys? Who are the- <laughs> So the cowboys are a new race, right? They are, they are a yet undiscovered... They just come out of the earth as cowboys. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe this is after... This is the... Like, cowboys would show up at the end of the Age of Magic, like, wouldn't they? Like, the One Ring is destroyed. There's some sort of explosion in the lava country or whatever <laughs> and like from that you, there there are distant yeehaws heard <laughs> or maybe the maybe the orcs are just like fuck it we're cowboys now <laughs> i like to think that in the same way that they take like an elf and torture it under the ground until it becomes a goblin or whatever they just take regular farmers and they like bury them and they come out and they're like who did that <laughs> I'm a poison the water hole. <laughs> Reach for that? the sky. <laughs> Who did that is a very I good. I don't know why that's my first like cowboy <laughs> cowboy quote. Oh my god. I, I like the idea of, of like cowboys existing within like a Tolkien like a Tolkien sensibility cowboy. Absolutely. Yeah, like I would love to hear Tolkien just write about cowboys. <laughs> I think he would fucking hate them. I think he would too. Absolutely. I think Tolkien like I think he would just he would see them like they'd definitely be like they would be like akin to the wild men, you know, they would be like, yeah. "Oh, mm-hmm. these awful men show up with their big pants, <laughs> and they ride the horse, and they have the gun. Awful, doing rope tricks over there. What the yeah. fuck? I, yeah, he would. He would either hate them, or he would like get into like the braid of the rope was such that, uh, or like <laughs> go into the leather working that goes into oh, making oh, their shit. boots. No, that's it. That's it." They're already they're already like weird horse dudes in Lord of the Rings. There's the Rohirrim. All you gotta do is you've gotta you've gotta Urukai the shit out of the Rohirrim. You gotta take the horse lords <laughs> of Rohan, and you gotta just like I don't know, be really mean to them for a while and bury them in the ground, and they're gonna just come call out. Them names, it's fine. Yeah, they're just like, hey, get in there, <laughs> get in there, you horse idiot. <laughs> 
Get in there, you seventh grade girl. <laughs> they turn they turn from horse people to cowboys. I wanna see like I wanna see the whole like the scene where they're forging all the Urukai shit where they're like, We don't have time to make individual swords. We're making them in mass. We're making these Urukai scimitars with like injection molding or whatever. I wanna see them but they're like forging cowboy hats and they're just like just banging on them underground just with a bunch of fucking sewing machines yeah Yeah. there's there's just a line of them emerging from the ground and they're all like who did that who did that (laughs) like sauron's walking around he's got like a he's got like a 10 gallon bucket and he's pouring like 10 gallons of water into each hat and he's like yes good good perfect (laughs) grima get the bandanas out I had a vague inkling that you were like you knew a lot about Lord of the Rings stuff from other podcasts I've listened to you on, but I was I'm glad that I wasn't wrong there. People people occasionally accuse me of being like a fake like a fake gamer or like a hack journalist or whatever, but in reality, oh, I mean, you work at IGN. I'm sure you deal with a bunch of stupid bullshit from people that suck. <laughs> no, all I, day I, long. I deal from it internally and externally, but in reality, <laughs> right. like if there's one thing that I'm a fucking fraud about, it's Lord of the Rings. Okay. I just, I just watched those three movies like, like once a year and I, I, yeah. I like the action figures and then the rest I'm like, like I've read, I read up till Tom Bombadil and I was like, I don't like these books. And so like, <laughs> I can barely pronounce Silmarillion. So, you know, you know, I know enough to be like, I know what a Rohirrim is. <laughs> right. Ah, yes, the light of Elendil. And it's like, anybody who's read the books is like, he's faking it. He's a fraud. And I'm like, no one's listening to you. <laughs> that wouldn't be really how you make cowboys. They wouldn't say who did this. <laughs> what I'm getting at here is I'm the perfect man to make a fucking shameless cash in Lord of the Rings game. Perfect. perfect. Yes. Perfect. Cam, Cam, where can we, where can we go with this? Tying in the, the Gundam style of this and, and, and versus the cowboys. And we need to come up with a plot and a name as well. So I like the idea of these cowboys have just infested all of middle earth and the, they, anytime there's just regular foot soldiers or regular, like people on cavalry, the, they just keep roping them up with their dumb fucking lasso tricks, tying them up, rendering the armies useless. So, uh, the only solution to fight this, scourge and tyranny that is the cowboys is to get in the ants like you would a gundam and go to war with these cowboys and so are the cowboys motivated by anything or are they are they just like manifest destiny whoa they are uh they're here to hoot and they're here to holler and they're (laughs) rowdy boys that's right they just want to play the knife game in peace the age of men has come to an end and now it is the age of boys (laughs) <laughs> cowboys so this is lord of the rings colon the age of boys <laughs> um i feel like that might get us arrested if not yeah, flagged by the esrb like <laughs> yeah the esrb will send their uh officers to to our doors yes. and arrest us so maybe not it maybe not the age of boys Let's go back to the Gundam part of it. We can we can workshop the title a bit, but I think there's a lot of big shit you can ride on in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there's elephants and what have you. There's yeah, exactly. I think it, I think that the Gundams of this universe should be basically like you could have a you could have a cave troll, you could have an ant, you could have uh what what are they called like the um the Timothy Oliphants. The, they're like the, <laughs> uh, yep. 
I don't know. And then you, I mean, I don't know. Even Gundam ran out of ideas and they were like, yeah, it's, this is just a spaceship with a head on it, but it would be like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a ghost ship. What if it's he great. has a, what if he has a cape and it's also guns or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. Let's just like, get weird with it. I'm trying um, to think about like the big, like the big sort of vehicular type things. I, I do, do people ride dragons? I think. There's or a couple dragons. Like there's dragon. Nazgul. Oh or yeah, whatever. there's the. I got in trouble because I, I, I did get busted for being a fake Lord of the Rings girl because I was like went to some <laughs> Shadow of Mordor preview thing and I was like, I'm riding on a warg, and they were like, That's a worm, you fool. Or like, <laughs> they're like, There's like different species of dragon. I think like regular, like proper dragon, like smog, is like on one level, but there are like dumber lizards you could ride on. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the uh, eagles also. There's the oh, oh yeah, eagles. There's, yeah. There's the it's a Drake. That's it. The Nazgul is is boss though. Ooh, I want to ride Arag. Uh, not Aragog. I'm a Harry Potter fan too. Uh, <laughs> Shelob. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fucking cool. Um, are so are you gonna is are we gonna do like a Megazord type thing with this shit? Like, are we <laughs> are we coming together with your Timothy Olyphants <laughs> and your Eagles of Egress and your uh spider sheep shebop whatever and then <laughs> shebop and then they go yes uh spindy loppers shebop <laughs> fuck me okay um and so to to rid the world of the the cowboy scum you need to travel to different lands and and sort of like the divine beasts in breath of the wild you need to bend these ancient inexplicably robotic uh, animals and giant men or weird things to your will to get rid of the cowboys who are very hard to kill because they're just so fucking chaotic. Um, and maybe you have one in your party and he's constantly calling the elves city slickers because I think that's really funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> only reason, only reason. That's there. I like that. He uh, assumes that like all Mithril is like from Paris, France. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Oh my god! I love. I love I, that that just insinuates that Paris is real in also Middle Earth. I mean, there is a precedent for uh, bizarre fantasy realms completely missing the point that people like them because they're not set on Earth, and that is the Masters of the Universe film, which is set right. entirely in like Middle America, and Courtney right. Cox is there. So <laughs> who's not to say that like maybe these cowboys are transplanted from the American West into Middle Earth, and that's how we're gonna sell this fucking video game. I like that. <laughs> also, I have it. Here's here's a good one. I think they should think that all of the elves are beautiful women. <laughs> Hello, cutie pie. Evening, sugar dear. I don't know what cowboys say. Apparently, howdy, senorita. Just constantly tipping their hats. Aloha, ma'am. <laughs> so we have to we have to save the beautiful elves, the men and the women, by unlocking the many beasts of Middle Earth and then using them to form. A big Megazord out of them. <laughs> yes, and you're gonna fight I, probably a personification of some kind of like tower that came to life, or maybe there's uh oh the the big glimmering white city from the third movie with the, where the king came back. They turned they turned Gondor into a giant revolver, and they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Gondor. Gondor. <laughs> mobile suit. Mobile suit. Gondor. <laughs> That's it. That's the fucking name. There it Mobile is. Suit. Lord Wonderful. of the Rings: colon. <laughs> <Mobile> <laughs> suit. is very good. I think we've just made a fucking shit zillion dollars. Oh just my now. god! Did, oh wait, wait. Did you guys hear that? What? I think J.R. Tolkien's corpse just exploded out of anger. <laughs> 
that's fine. He, <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get to him and all of his contemporaries. We'll get some kind of C.S. Carroll shit going on in another episode. I'm sure <laughs> we'll do some lion, the witch, and the and the and the whip, and it'll be a Castlevania game. There you something. go. You, you, you need like a lion, the witch, and the wardrobe dress up game. It's like why leave the wardrobe? There's all sorts of fabulous outfits in here. <laughs> or we'll like make a Bloodborne game in that universe or something. <laughs> all all types of weird animals that you got to kill in that one. But for this one, J.R.R. Tolkien's Mobile Suit Gondor <laughs> is really good. I'm, I'm really, I really have no idea what I'm going to title this episode. We usually title them one of the games we come up with, and I, I don't know which one is the better one yeah. to, for for SEO here. But we, we'll, we'll, Lord. we'll get a lot it figured of, out. A lot of people who don't understand Metal Gear do type Metal Gears. That's oh yeah. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of our program for today. But first. Let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the new entertainment system for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words to be fed into the new entertainment system by tweeting us at at pod or posting in our Patreon. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. What do we got, Cam? Uh, this week, we have added the following to the machine. Um, at Yapat on Twitter has submitted that it's a spiritual successor to the last game you played. Um, <laughs> At Keylock MVP has submitted a 3D anime arena fighter, so something like the Naruto games. Or Power Stone. Or Power Stone. Or Power Stone. Yes, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, also uh, Cuphead. I had to add Cuphead. That brings our total to uh, 23,479,470 potential games. That is a lot of video games. It's too many games. Max, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Uh, if you want me saying foul things about uh, the realms of Middle Earth and occasionally trying to slip in a word or two about Gundam and every once in a while mentioning Metal Gear, you can check me out on the Comedy Button. It's a foul mouth nonsense podcast, not about games. Uh, that's on just the ComedyButton.com or wherever podcasts are available from. Uh, if you want to hear me actually attempting to uh, wax serious about games, you can find me on IGN. Uh, I do a semi-occasional show called Up at Noon with my good friend Brian Altano, which is a show that has taken many shapes and forms. Uh, and then, of course, there's the weekly PlayStation show Podcast Beyond, which is uh, on all sorts of podcast platforms, as well as YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. And I'm on Twitter, just Max Scoville. Yay. Um, <laughs> and, some, and sometimes we're on stage together with T-Pain. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the New Entertainment System Podcast. Remember, if you want access to all of our bonus episodes, early access to new episodes, shout outs, or access to the robot yourself, uh, go check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. Uh, if you don't have any cash to throw away, we really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a positive review because it really does help us out. Uh, Patreon shoutouts for this month are The Nanobiologist, Mikey Phillips, Zach Brown, Patrick McPherson, and Erica Scherer. I can be found at Two-Headed Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at at the Man. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, when you were partying, I studied the blade. God damn it, Cam. <laughs> <laughs>